Alright. <laughs> Hopefully the sound isn't too wacky. Jersey Judah Red Pill Party Podcast back. <clears throat> this time on the PM tip. It's 8.07 p.m. I'm doing something that I haven't done in a while. And that is actually dig up organic information. (coughs) That is right. I've dug up some organic information to come at you guys today with sort of a two-part episode. Although this will be done in one episode this will just be done at two different times i figure i'll do a lot of the grunt talking points the notes that i've taken down things of that nature now because in a little bit we're gonna go over woman's reddit story reveals just how hopeless modern women are at dating all right before we get started I'll let y'all know, we in here, we bike, we bike, okay, got some random advice, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, every episode I'm gonna throw in a little random advice here and there, sometimes it will be planned, sometimes it won't be, this time it's actually planned, I'm gonna give you 15 random advice, okay, one, ignore her words, focus on her actions, Two, don't chase women. Become the man that women will pursue. Three, women you previously pursued and got rejected by will later be interested when when they see you have a different woman. Four, women think about marriage as a wedding day and is not a lifetime supporting and respecting their men. Five, well, let me read that. I read that wrong. Women think about marriage as a wedding day and not a lifestyle or not a lifetime supporting and respecting their man. Five, embrace rejection. It will make you stronger. Six, disdain, disdain women. Wait, disdain women who rejected you. Ignoring them is the best advantage. Seven, the more attractive she is, the harder you have to do, the harder you have to be. Don't simp. Number eight, stay away from single mothers. Number nine, prioritize your appearance no matter what. Ten, never fully commit. Eleven, don't share your weakness with a woman. Seek professional help in a serious situation. Okay? Respectfully. Respectfully. Number twelve, women cheat more than men. Don't let her accusations blind you. Okay? Thirteen. Be low tolerance. Be ready to walk away at any given time. 14. Don't be bitter. Accept women nature and adjust. 15. Keep playing the game and make it difficult. People come back to difficult games to try and beat it. Easy games get played once and put on the shelf. You dig? Random advice. Respectfully. I hope you guys get a chance. (laughs) Shout out to the Showface, Showface News. Hopefully you guys get a chance to reflect as a man and realize what the fuck you got to do in life. 
Don't spend your time worrying about what the next fucking man's doing. Don't do that. Respectfully. But we got something, man. Got something very interesting. It's a list that I came up with today. And this list has one, two, three, four, five. Alright, so this list has five cliches. Or in its term of cliche, which cliche is an expression or idea that has become trite, worn out, or overly used, and is no longer original. Uh, the paper used one cliche after another, which made it a very, which made it a very one to read. Cliche is a small, exclusive circle of group or people. Well, that's click. Sorry. Click and cliche. We're talking about cliches. I have five cliches that are mentioned by women. And then we got two, four, six. We, we got six typical narratives that would include these cliches. Okay. Now, once again, cliche is an expression or an idea that has become worn out and overly used. You dig? So we're going we gonna, we gonna to start off with a disclaimer. Women should already know. Glove doesn't fit. If the glove, if the glove doesn't fit. You must acquit. Okay, respectfully. I the reason why I don't deal with YouTube and I don't really deal with social media as much with this information is because regardless of how I say something, because I'm saying it, it will be taken the wrong way. Like me, I've said bitches ain't shit, but I don't look at all women as bitches. It's the easiest way to get yourself out of a hole. Oh, what do you mean bitches ain't shit? I'm telling you, bitch. Bitches ain't shit. <laughs> oh, so you saying women are bitches? I said, I didn't say. I, for one, and when bitches bring this shit up, I say, number one, I didn't even necessarily equate bitch to women. Respectfully. Because a, a woman will call a man a bitch in a heartbeat and expect nothing. Respectfully. So these cliches, this is all truth. Like I said, this this ain't no no responses. We're gonna do the response later on. I wanted to do something hands on, something productive, something that I actually had to think about the exact um, situations or the exact terminologies or the exact in this case cliches that are. Essentially, it plays as an excuse or an argument, depending on which woman you're dealing with. The argument or the women you're dealing with. And what I mean by the argument, it is like a conflict of interest. So let's say a woman, a woman likes you. She finds out that you make less money and she's still fucking with you. The only person who's going to probably have a problem with the relationship in the long run is the guy. Yeah, woman's making more money than a guy. You know, a guy's not going to really feel too great about that. Respectfully. You know. So, that conflict or that argument is the money situation. But it's a, it's a different situation. You feel me? It's not... It's not... 
um, it's not a typical situation where a man's just making all the money and a woman just wants all of it. No, it's the woman who's actually providing more and the guy, um, insecurities, there's a lot of different ways you can describe the situation of a man with a woman who makes more than him. Um, the best example I can, I can give would be like living with your mother someone that makes more over you, someone who's dominant over you, over that aspect, will try to tell you, and because they have that position, they'll try to tell you what you should do and how you should handle things. That's where the strong and independent become weak and problematic at best, respectfully. And shout out to, uh, just a reminder before we really get into this list, before we really start cooking up, because I'm going to do this list as quick but as um informative as possible okay i checked out <clears throat> shout out the minister jab shout out the fresh and fit i checked out um minister jab on fresh and fit today while i was at work good interview great interview man minister jab is not only He's funny, but he's not like a joke. He's not a like a lot of people will say he's a comedian. I don't think he's a comedian. I think he talks about real shit. He just has a way of articulating it, and you know the people, even the people who get it, they'll get they'll get more of the entertainment aspect. But I think that the brother has a lot of information, and um, it was a good interview. Uh, I think um, naturally speaking, because of who he is, especially with, with Fresh and Fit, it will always be like a group of black women who will, you know, criticize, call him sellout, etc. That shit's irrelevant. Matter of fact, the sellout cliche, let's put that in the bottom. That's a bonus. And I'll get more into that when I get to it. Sellout. Cliche. Alright, so... Getting in to the modern day woman cliche. For one, it's always going to start off with not all women are like that. AKA Nawalt. Nawalt. N A W A L T. Not all women are like that. Now, this can be a cliche where a woman is defending woman a woman will a woman will only generally say this when she's kind of defending herself. When it comes to a, a guy's judgment on another woman or uh specifically a woman that she doesn't like, she won't give a fuck, but If a man passes judgment on a woman over other women or over previous women, you'll hear the, well, not all women are like that. Some women care, you know, and all this other retarded horseshit. That cliche, I think, is more towards red pill where men who've been around women long enough to realize that. It's not the fact that they're all like that. It's the fact that they're all capable, given the opportunity. Or, like, you strip away the guilt. You strip away the shame of sluts. Now you have a slut walk. You dig? Simple. Logical shit. 
respectfully. You know what I mean? If you take away the shaming of women sleeping around, now you have the, the, the polyamory hunt. The women for multiple men or the women for income of multiple men or the women who can literally compartmentalize men to a point of, well, this is the fuckboy category. You know, the fuckboy category or the guys that this bitch is just fucking. You know what I mean? And the guy's a fuckboy in the sense of she actually really wants that guy. But that guy has four or five of her waiting for him when he's done. See what I mean? So the not all women are like that aspect is just the cliche of a woman telling you not all women are like that, which is logical. But at the same time, realizing that it's not about if they're like that. It's about the fact that most women are capable. It's the behavioral patterns. We brought up we brought up patterns sometime during the weekend. This whole week is kind of flying, but it's not. <clears throat> it's nine nineteen. No, it's eight nineteen. I'm probably gonna wrap this shit up around eight forty five, at least for this part before I get into uh, the video later on tonight. Although this will be in one episode, it's just gonna be one of those episodes. You. You dig? So, the Nawalt cliche. <clears throat> By the way, these aren't in any particular order. I was just kind of on the fly at work today. Decided to pull out the Chromebook and take some notes down. Just personal notes. Um, that was number one, the Nawalt. Not all women are like that, right? Number two. If you don't want her pussy, then you must be gay cliche. Simply put, if you don't want the pussy, you have to be some sort of homosexual. You have to be a weirdo because, God forbid, you, a regular guy, is not attracted to a woman. And going back to the fact that they can't really harm you physically. So it's the verbal assaults. It's, it's the character assassination. It's the reputation being executed by the words of a woman, respectfully. So it's 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 it, it comes to a point where in this situation, like I said, this is another this will be another example or another cliche for a guy who's more red pill where where you're past the point like you've you've rejected women, essentially. And as and as fucked up as it sounds, like you don't have to be you don't necessarily have to be the, the most uh, attractive guy in the room to get a woman's attention. If you carry yourself like a man, you know, legitimately, respectfully, you you are you you'll just be better off as a human being because really <clears throat> the whole demeanor and the appeal or the aesthetics of a relationship or dating to a woman is all about her way of being won over. And by you not going along with the whole program that she has set out, you, you, you'll essentially be better off. And, and, and women will get to a point where a lot of bitches will just come back. Like I said, a lot of old bitches will come back and try to establish old relationships because they see that you're actually doing something meaningful. But when, once you are able to dismiss them 
and say that you're not interested, or better yet, you you just have more things going on with yourself. You're you're, and when women women generally know when you are doing better, and the fact that you don't need a woman to put you in that position almost angers these women more. That's why the insults and the judgment of your sexuality gets put into play. So, not all women are like that. And if you don't want her pousse, then you must be gay, cliche. Okay? <clears throat> Moving on. Do you hate your mama cliche? The do you hate your mama cliche? Now, <clears throat> a lot of women... In which, in a lot of ways, they're correct. In which, a relationship, a man's relationship with his mother almost reflects, in a lot of ways, his relationship with women. Now, there are a bunch of raggedy-ass men that will do, you know, more, essentially, for a woman than any woman ever, including their mother. Because guys are just simps like that. But, this is connected to the next cliche, but I'm going to make this brief, right? There is a lot of accuracy in how you communicate and what's your relationship with your mother being compared to how you treat women. It's not in comparison to relationships with women. It's how you treat women. Because guys can get into relationships with women and can treat a bitch like shit and that woman will still be around because the guy is invested in the relationship. I know it's fucked up, but it is what it is. So they're going to judge you and try to put you in a category of you're the womanizer. You must have had a, a terrible mother. You must have hate. You must have hate your mother because you hate women, etc. And let these bitches think what they want respectfully. Okay. The next cliche shout out to the brothers out there. This is for us. The quote-unquote self-hater cliche. You know. Maybe you a brother out there. You decide to, to, to date a Latina. A spicy. Once again, shout out to Minister Jap. Church check-in. You, you, may, you may have a Latina spicy. You may have just decided, fuck it. You know, she's from the hood any fucking way. You know what I mean? Because... Latinas is damn near light skinned bitches, respectfully. And you know, you may get the label and that's just that's just with a Hispanic. Okay. Maybe you decide to just go white. Fuck it. You got a couple white chicks you you deal with, whatever. You'll get that you'll get this type of rhetoric. And this is earlier on, so you can be blue pill. You can be in your blue pill phase. You're probably getting cues and you're getting clues here and there. You're just not really paying attention to the shit. But you start to really understand like, oh, okay. And it'd be the same women, for a lot of black men, it'd be the same black women that say you ain't shit to begin with. But when you start dating bitches outside your race, you start dating a white chick, or you start dating even a Hispanic chick, all of a sudden, it's World War Three. Oh, you must hate yourself. Oh, you're a self-hater. How? I don't I don't wear blonde wigs. I don't have blonde weaves. I don't get, 
Europe, European hair sewed onto my scalp respectfully. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm comfortable and proud of who I am respectfully. And that's that's with race or without race respectfully, because I'm an individual at the end of the day. To be frank, pause respectfully. All right. The next one is. You see women as a sex object cliche. Now this label, this can be labeled on to any any stage, especially blue pill, because a lot of blue pill guys are just tuned in. They're, they're, they dropped out, they tuned in to like pornography and they dropped out on the physical or even verbal interaction with women. Now, this would be kind of a contradiction coming from me because I'm a guy who doesn't communicate with women like that, but I'm still heterosexual and I fucked with enough women to know that at this particular stage in my life, I don't want any around. That's different than a guy who's never been around women and who would just listen to my podcast and find it as a coping mechanism. My podcast is not a coping mechanism, respectfully. This is essentially about you as a man, you know, facing your problems, you know, facing your demons, as people would say, and being able to learn something and benefit from it rather just rather than just be a guy who talks about bitches or, or, or who see a lot of women will say, well, how can you not deal with women when you talk about women constantly? Well, here's the difference. I've categorized, or not even, I've compartment, I compartmentalized women enough to, to acknowledge that most of these bitches that I mentioned on the podcast, I don't consider women. I would actually find it to be disrespectful for productive women to even include these fucking retarded whores and, 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 and to the same group, let alone gender, as actual productive women. And that's just me, you know, respectfully. So, I'm not... I'm not going to be out here sitting on the fence on a lot of situations. There's a lot of women who get a bad rap, respectfully. Now, those bad women, when I know those women who get a bad rap, of course, they're not bad people, but they don't necessarily... They're not necessarily doing anything about it either. They're not necessarily speaking out on the issues at all either so they're kind of guilty by association respectfully so bitches who cry over like the reality of this shit like you waited even and there and and there could be and i'm just let me just be honest with y'all there could be a woman who is probably in her early 30s and she just she tried to do everything backwards So she went directly for her education, left any, any resourceful men out. And when I mean resourceful, I don't necessarily mean this in like assets. I mean this in, uh, quality and characteristics respectfully. So bitches, they, they've left those men aside to go for their careers. They still get fucked by the guys who come in near proximity and looks or characteristics that they would want, but they end up spending time chasing the wrong fucking thing. It's, it's, it's a constant situation, but a guy, 
blue a blue pill guy would be considered a sexualizing woman if he watches pornography. And these guys who shamely, shamefully enough can't get laid, that's the only fucking release that they have. The bitches who do porn, on the opposite end, they get congratulated. Oh, that's independent. Bitches like bitches who are porn stars are actually treated like role models in society. And the guys who watch porn are considered the predators. Make this make sense. Respectfully. But anyway, we're going to get into more of the typical connected cliches. Now, these are typical in, in terms of this is something that you've nine times out of ten heard one time or another. If you haven't heard anything else that I've just mentioned, the five, you know, the five, the five cliches that I mentioned, the Nawalt cliche, the if you don't want her pussy, you must be gay cliche, the do you hate your mother cliche, the self-hater cliche, and you see women as a sex object cliche. These typical ones may be used on a universal level, one way or another, okay? Typical cliche number one. No particular order, by the way, just how I have it placed. The niggas ain't shit narrative. Now, these are women who are completely washed. Are women who haven't is, are women who haven't really got any genuine male attention. They can easily spaz the fuck out, damn near, on men over men, due to the fact that none of those men wanted them, or. She sleeps with and chooses the wrong men when it comes to hookup and the dating culture. She finds herself entangled with these type of men, these quote-unquote fuckboys and all of these other things that these women come up with. But they still choose the man. So they're able to say certain niggas ain't shit because that's the only thing that these bitches know, respectfully. Next cliche. The men cheat too, cliche. The men cheat too, cliche. This is what happens when a lot of women get called out for their fuckery. Or if a man calls a lot of women out for their fuckery, a woman's response is, well, men cheat too. And that's just like a short sign that the bitch is just slow. Because in a lot of cases, you're not saying that men don't. Men are just a bit more obvious and a bit idiotic when it comes to cheating. Women, because women are put in such a sugar, spice, and everything nice category, it's least expected for a woman to cheat or for a woman to actually create plans with another guy while with with a guy. Most guys don't accept that as a possibility, okay? But it is what it is. The you and your feelings cliche. Uh Uh-oh. The you must be in your feelings or you in your feelings cliche. If you've ever been told by a woman that you're being emotional over a situation that you're upset about or you must be in your feelings because you take something to heart. I'm sure a lot of guys have been there before. Bitches could be as emotional, dysfunctional, 
unstable as humanly possible. But when a man shows any sort of emotion or the man has any response that a woman is not comfortable with, she will immediately try to emasculate the man, say that the man is being emotional, like a bitch, respectfully. And typically, it's it's the same old shit, like, a woman telling you that you are in your feelings is like a woman saying who hurt you. It's the same sort of shaming tactic, the same shaming language, woman needs 101, respectfully. I had to take a pause for the cause. Drink some of this green tea. I just got done drinking some of this, uh, smoking this joint, or this half a joint. I still got a full joint ready for when I leave this bitch. Just keep in mind, we doing this shit 100% through the laptop. I'm just sitting in my car because I didn't feel like doing this inside the building. But anyway... Do you in your feelings, cliche, is just shaming language. Another example of shaming language. Um, similar to the self-hater, the mama cliche, it's all shaming language, shaming tactics. All right, moving on. The queen, diva, princess, and Madonna whore complex cliche. Now, here's what I mean by this. The women who consider themselves divas, queens, princess, are just examples of the Madonna whore complex. A lot of women who promote themselves as these things a woman can say that she's a princess. She has no royalties. No prince. woman says that she's a queen. She has no real role in society. She doesn't have a king. A woman that says she's a diva, that's the only close thing to a woman. Because it's the mindset. It's the narcissism. It's the, the, it's the entitlement. It's the selfishness. Which leads to the whore and Madonna complex. Respectfully. Okay. The strong minded slash. Well. This is how. This is how I phrased it. The strong minded woman slash. Weak men cliche. Where. These so called strong and independent women. They can't find a man. Because they quote unquote intimidate men. No, you just turn men off. Men just don't want to talk to you. Respectfully. Wholehearted. Just just, just the wholehearted justice. Just the wholehearted example of, of, of justice. Harsh realities and tough love. Respectfully. You are not necessarily strong. And it's, it's the weak-minded men who fall for it. So that's why I put weak men. It's the weak-minded men who fall for this and who actually believe that a bitch is what she says she is until the going gets tough, the rubber meets the road, and when the chips are down, these bitches aren't around, okay? Respectfully, of course, respectfully. The need no men narrative. 
the need no men narrative, you're going to run into these women regardless of what stage you are in life, respectfully. Um, if you're young, you're going to find a lot of, you're going to find a lot more feminists who, who just go by this saying, like, oh, they may want a man, but they don't need a man, right? That need no man narrative is really just a representation of their future to where God plays a trick on them and takes away most of their looks and beauty. And then they actually have to latch on to a man in order to even feel fulfilled as a human being. You know what I mean? So the whole need no man narrative, I mean, that that can, like I said, that can start off mid-twenties for a bitch who's like a feminazi, a hardcore feminazi, and she just doesn't like men, doesn't care about men, etc. And by the way, all of that is accepted in this society. But if a guy says that he's attracted to women, but he just can't stand most of them, he'll be put in the negative uh, misogynist uh, category. While misandry is just public. I've said this on multiple occasions. I stand by it. The sellout cliche. Now, the sellout cliche is very well connected to the self-hater cliche. And it is connected to the uh, do you hate your mother cliche. The sellout to a woman, well, to a black woman, a sellout is a black man of any stature, even a black man who she's not even attracted to, a black man she has no interest in, a black man she doesn't know from a fucking hole in the wall. If she sees that black man with a white woman, with a non-black woman, that man is labeled a sellout. But here's the problem. When that man decided to settle, or when that, well, I won't even say settle, when that man decided to meet and um, expand his horizons with different women, he came to the conclusion that there's other women who actually cherish the shit that he talks about. There's women who care about his passions and what and what he actually wants. Although I wouldn't advise men to just tell women your passions and your dreams and your goals because most of these bitches don't understand real work ethic and they'll just fuck your dreams up. Um, respectfully. Okay. Respectfully. It's 840. Like I said, man. Five more minutes. Well, four more minutes now. And then, you know, I'm going to go back in here, finish my eight and hit the gate. I'm done everything. I just got to actually, I just forgot. I just remembered I got to take this trash out. Once I take this trash out, I'm essentially done everything. So I'm kind of just chilling out. <clears throat> Today was okay because I was able to do um, all of my unnecessary shit right away. Like I wanted, I wanted to do most of the yard work so when I got here I got here a little earlier waited until a certain time to where I know by the time I was finished up is when these kids are getting out of school so I was able to get I was able to get a good perimeter of the school taken care of lawn wise but yeah I just wanted to I wanted to do something a little unique from my perspective because like I said I I I had started the idea of just making this based off responses um, a little less than a year ago because I've been at this job for seven months. 
So I really got back into the podcast and shit, no, no lie, seven months ago, consistently. You know what I mean? Granted, there's more times now where I don't consistently podcast the way I want to. But there's always a situation where, like this episode, for example, this episode will nine times out of ten be uploaded the next morning. Just because I have a lot of plans. I, I, I can now sort of break down each episode the way I want if I bring my laptop with me or when I'm recording on my laptop because there's a lot of notes that I put down and writing notes down on paper is so 1995 so I I, I try to get you know in, in tune with the culture got this electronic notepad app that's been pretty dandy the random advice has been from there And my cliches. Okay? So just letting y'all know, like I said, when I planned on doing the response shit, I still had in mind that there were topics and things that I wanted to talk about. But I looked at the time to really mention a lot of the content creators as just me showing respect. And also me just giving my little spin on a lot of things that are taking place in the video. So it's like, I'm the responder's reactor. Like, I react to people's responses. I know that sounds stupid, but for a lot of the content and what these dumb bitches say, it, it, it actually works. Respectfully. But I also understand that there's a lot of things, like I said before, that I want to mention organically. You know, my personal thoughts, my personal list of things. I'm going to be doing a lot more of this in the future. I find it a lot easier because, number one... Besides the, you know, the notepad or, or no, besides, you know, having this shit plugged to the car and having the uh, Bluetooth sound, as long as I can still play this, I'm good. Okay. I got my audience buttons. I still gotta, I gotta find more sounds. I had a lot of, I had a lot of my music. Luckily, a lot of the beats that I've made are saved on my Google Drive, so that's good. So I can probably just download, I already have most of my music downloaded on here because I make most of my music on here. So I can just, you know, collect music, you know, for the episode as I go along. But that's one of the main reasons why I decided to do shit more organic. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of nostalgic in a way. When I started this thing off, I had no sound effects, no shit like that. I just had my opinion on certain things. And, you know, like I said, you know, getting a chance to talk about, you know, some of the small things, even before I talk about what I'm going to usually talk about, which is dysfunctional bitches. Um, like I said, the video, the video we're going to go over later on is a uh, women's Reddit story reveals just how hopeless modern women are at dating. So it's going to be a 23 minute piece it's going to be a 23 minute video so I'm going to have to do a good amount of driving. I'm I I want to start recording once I get out of the car and once I like drive home. It's just I know I have to do other shit. Didn't eat today. So, I probably have to get something to eat. That would that would be a great idea after work. 
should probably just get like a fucking hoagie. That way I can just put it in the refrigerator and then go over the video because the video is 23 minutes long. You guys know how I do it. I may have to just literally only pause four times, pause every five minutes through a 20 video, to like a 20 minute video. But we're going to make it work, man. We're going to make it work. As for right now, I'm going to take my black ass back into this building before these motherfuckers try to report me. Say I've been missing for an hour. You know what I mean? These fucking Frank Holden cocksuckers. Cum guzzlers, respectfully. They still sh- they, they, they still signing my check, so it is what it is, baby. But like I said, the least I can do. The least I can do. The very least I can do for this time being. Let's give y'all my quick thought. Organic. Very organic, respectfully. You know, the cliches of women, modern women, modern women. It's very important to specify that, modern women. Anyway, I'll be right back. And once I, once I, once we get back, I'm actually, yeah, by the time you guys hear back from me, it'll be like 1030. So it'll be a while back from where I currently am at right now and what I'm doing. But you guys won't notice the difference. So, you know, stay tuned. All right, so we back. We bike. We bike. We're going to be taking a road trip. Although I'm going to be driving multiple times. Hope I don't run out of gas. I am like 22 miles until E. As you guys may notice, the lower quality of the music I actually tried to, to play the audio, the video, um, or more or less the audio recorded off the laptop, purely off of the laptop, and I was surprised that it picked up enough sound, so we're going to try that tonight. I was going to start this a little bit later, but I figured why not start it now. We're already 45 minutes in, technically. Like I said, by the way, it's 10.15 p.m. I stopped around, I would say, 8.47, 8.48. Going back to the house, grabbing some money, hopefully making it to Wawa and back without running out of gas, which I got to I gotta get gas in this car one of these days, like tomorrow. I don't think I've ran my car. Oh, almost dropped my laptop. Let me move some of this unnecessary shit out of the way. That should be a little better. Um, I forgot what the fuck I was saying because that laptop almost hit the ground and the way that shit was angled, it would have definitely fucked that laptop up. But anyway, the end of another day, man. I was doing what Showface News would do with tell niggas to sit back and reflect. I wasn't putting on time out though. Pause. No homo, no freaky. I was not placed on time out. Respectfully. But what I did do was I just sat back and reflect. I forgot that Monday was Memorial Day, which is great because I got off Monday, paid day off. On top of that, right? I already took Friday off. So so what started off as a three-day weekend 
ended up turning into a four-day weekend. So we're definitely, I definitely plan on doing something um, Friday and Monday, especially Monday. Might, might, might even buy some cold ones, sit back, have a chill episode. I haven't recorded in my backyard in a while, so I may I may just turn up, go in my backyard, have a personal party, what I used to do. Got the gazebo up. It can, it's like a little tent, pretty much. It's not even a gazebo. I forgot what they call it. It's like a little tent that's put up, a couple chairs back there. I used to, I used to bring the bitches back there, you know, back in those days. <laughs> But I, def- I definitely plan on doing something Monday because I, I totally forgot because I think I mentioned this last night. I was talking to my, my co-worker last night who I rarely talk to. I, I have to be in a position to where I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm literally done everything. But, you know, I, I mentioned the fact that, you know, I've been working at this job nonstop every day, not taking one day off for uh, seven months. And I wanted to do that to make a statement just to get my foot in the door. And um, that way when the time comes to take a day off or two, I'll be set. I'll be straight. And, you know, I'm only taking off a personal. I'm only using a personal day. You know what I mean? I could have used a sick day, but if I'm not sick, I'm not going to use it. And in this position and in this job I get, I get paid for uh, four personal days. So I figured I'd take one personal day and still get paid for it, plus get the holiday pay for Monday. So that's cool. But other than that, we're going to get into some video on the, the woman's Reddit shit. I also downloaded something from uh, Tribe of Men, which I didn't know Tribe of Men had a podcast. I'm going to have to get the name for them in the future they have a clip of a stand up from Patrice O'Neill the late great Patrice O'Neill one of the people who in a lot of ways was an introduction to the red pill and he talks about women being fucking terrorists of time like you know what I mean like women will just terrorize your your well being. She'll just she'll consume your energy, your time, effort, resources, and money if you allow them. But we're not going to do that. We're probably going to get into that video. Uh, we're going to get to that response tomorrow morning. I almost like the idea of podcasting and recording through my laptop because it's more constructive. I mentioned this earlier when we talked about the cliches of the modern day woman. Uh, how things used to be with my fucked up phone, which speaking of that, I just reminded myself I'm going to have to get a phone in like three days. Not really excited about it, but I want a decent phone. You know, a decent phone, and this may sound like straight hood, this is hood shit. I want a decent phone that I don't have to turn on for like the next two months. I'll have a phone, I'll just have like a text free or a text now account. And I'll just use that to make calls when I'm connected to service and shit. But prior in the beginning of all this shit, it was very disorganized for me. 
especially with a cracked phone, screen cracked, can't really see anything on the fucking phone, trying to read articles and shit. Now I just got this laptop where I can just look up a fucking article, especially um, the one time when I dived into the whole uh, female dating strategies website. It was the first time that I could actually go through an article while recording without no problem. So, I, I may still use the Chromebook even when I get my phone to do a lot of my recordings. Or I'll just use it as like my base for more or less uploading. Because another thing with um, using my Chromebook with up, uploading episodes and shit, it's a lot quicker. You know, the editing process, or I, I can shorten, I can shorten certain things. <clears throat> I can add certain elements or certain segments to the episode. Back in the day, I was fucking notorious for, uh, I was notorious for using the fucking Anchor music, respectfully, you know, respect to Anchor, but that music, I would just use that just to have something to talk over, I guess, it, it, it added, I guess, a little, it, it, I don't know what word to use, it, it added, I guess, some sound quality, and you may hear cars, I am driving, but, you know, something more easier, more convenient, even in this case, having my entire laptop open and just being able to get um, a decent fucking recording. You know what I mean? Decent recording. I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to get crystal clear shit, especially not yet. Like for me, this whole process of podcasting has just been a learning experience. I'm trying to grasp uh, certain, certain techniques certain ways of doing things, especially with the time that I have throughout the week. The weeks are like insane, incredible. I don't think I've got my car lower than this amount of gas that I don't have. So I am kind of nervous about this, but it is what it is. Niggas are struggling throughout the week, just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, the, the laptop, using the laptop, recording off the laptop is a lot better. Uploading shit off the laptop is a lot better. So I can't really complain. Right now, I'm just hoping I can uh, go home, grab some money. I wish I had the money on me so I wouldn't have to do this unnecessary trip back to Wawa. But it is what it is. Like I said, I wanted to do something, not necessarily a filler. It's just, I don't, I don't fucking feel like, you know, grabbing everything, going back home and then finally recording because that would only be 45 minutes in. And like I said, this video that I'm trying to go over is probably like 23 minutes long. I'm not trying to make this a, a, a huge event, but... If I have to go over the time, I will. If I have to stop at midnight, I will. Just as long as I have food that I know I can eat when I get back in the house. So I'm trying to handle this situation now. Oh, 
I can't wait until Thursday. I won't even say Friday because I already know Friday I'm getting paid and Friday I got off. I just want Thursday to come because I know that's the last day that I have to deal with the fuckery for at least four days. Very excited. Just getting back into town. Definitely, um, definitely right around the time that I wanted to get back, which would be before 1030, it's 1024 now. Like, yo, gas, gas prices nowadays are just so retarded that, like, with, I'm, I'm, I'm 17 miles until E, right? If I put $10 in this tank, it won't even reach a quarter tank. Legit. Won't even reach a quarter. And then when I get paid, when I get paid, I would probably, just to be safe, I would probably have to put like $60, $70 in just to fill this shit up. Like gas and shit, gas prices in Jersey, I don't know about anywhere else. You know what I mean? Gas prices in Jersey. Shit is incredible, man. Shit is... Shit boggles my fucking mind, bro. Uh, I could probably park here. I'm going to try to park. I'm going to try to park here real quick. Yeah, yeah, gas prices, man, is just ridiculous. Just enough so I can pull this shit back out when necessary. But I will be right back. Alright, man. So let me uh get back to this fucking house, bro. Like my shit is on 15, 15 miles till E. Not trying to waste any time. Not trying to deal with any tomfoolery. Any fuckery. sandwich is falling everywhere. I gotta bring this shit into the crib still. I'm gonna nine times out of ten play another beat. But right now my main objective is to be able to pull up to this house, take this key out of the ignition and hope to God that I can find some money in the future for some gas. So typical day, you know, including including the gas <laughs> the gas situation still have a joint to smoke I forgot which means tomorrow I'm already digging into my stash, man, I'm wilding already digging in my stash, originally I had the idea of I rolled eight joints Monday I said eight joints Monday, four days of work, two joints each day. Today, of course, I decided to bend the rules a bit. 
decided to bring two joints with me to work, although I smoked one half of a joint going to work, smoked another half of a joint at five this afternoon on my break, which was actually not too bad of an idea. And I still have a nice size doobie to smoke for the remainder of this episode. We're just at the hour mark. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the first half. The reason why I did this episode the way I wanted to was I can do some more organic shit, shit concepts and things that I've thought of in the beginning. And then at the end, we can do a good old response. Uh, This light is just brutally long and there's no reason for a light to be this long ever in life, dude. Like any other time, man, like I wouldn't mind this light. It's just now I'm like 15 miles till E. So it's like my objective is to get home as quick as possible. Put this fucking food in the crib. I got me a nice uh, turkey sub. You know what I mean? The oven roasted turkey sub. You know what I mean? Extra mayo. Pause. Respectfully. Spicy, spicy mustard, lettuce, tomato, onions, all that. You know what I mean? None of that, um, none of that oil and vinegar shit, because you know that makes the hoagie soggy. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you like me, you got you got things going on. You got to handle, you got to handle some business before you can really sit back and, and, and enjoy your meal. You feel me? So, I'm already at the crib, damn near, a a block away, still 15 miles until empty, still out here thugging like I got a full tank of gas, okay, respectfully, okay, and I forgot I have this car, I can't really park this shit here. Because these motherfuckers on this street, motherfuckers in this neighborhood, don't know how to drive. Message. Niggas can't drive out here. Ah, man. I don't want to park this shit here, but I'm going to have to. I may have to get a ticket. I don't give a fuck. Respectfully. I can give two fucks respectfully. Because I think Wednesday, which is tomorrow, is when the street sweeper comes. Let's see. Wednesday between 10. Yeah, I'll be out here. I'll, I'll be recording by that time. So I'll be able to move this car, hopefully. Uh, 7 a.m. Wait. seven From 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 Damn, I don't know. I might... Fuck. Shit, man. Alright, I'm gonna have to park. I'm gonna have to park in that tight spot, man. Shit. I'm not trying to get caught up in all this bullshit. But I'm gonna take one more pause for the cause. I was gonna put some music on, but I know that can be annoying. Especially for people who just come to hear the content. So I'm just going to do a brief pause for the calls, people. All right, so officially, we are bike. We bike. I'm back, okay? 
1047. This gives me a good hour, maybe under an hour. My goal is to get this done in under an hour and be done with this shit by 1145 so I can eat my food and pretty much go to sleep. So, this, uh, it doesn't seem like a long episode for a lot of people because it's only been an hour recording-wise. This process has been over three hours, just letting people know. So, we're going to get into this video full screen this women's reddit story reveals just how hopeless modern women are at dating this starts off uh, and just to give people a brief synopsis or just just to give people a little of a disclaimer the volume and the quality of the video in this episode is going to be a little low you'll still be able to hear it which is why i'll try not to talk over as much but realize that I am recording this and playing the audio directly from the Chromebook and I'm not using the vehicle because like I said, 15 miles until E, no cap, we are struggling, okay? So, I believe this is Taylor DeFiend. It has to be Taylor DeFiend. Shout out to Australia, shout out to Taylor DeFiend. And without further ado, let's get into it. The first scene for people who may not hear it clearly, it's a stripper talking about how much money she makes. All right, so let's get it started. Hey guys, Tuesday night at work. I just got stage. I made thirty dollars, and we're gonna see what I make for the rest of the week. Hey guys, it's now eleven o'clock, and I did two half hours and made six hundred and forty dollars in tips. Everything. But at what cost? At what cost? So now, I said this before, and I'll say it again. Like, women essentially want what they can't have. So, they want the guy who they can't really obtain. And legit, like, that attraction going stemming to the fact that she cannot obtain this man. She cannot control this man. This man is just wild. And, and, and it's everything that turns her on, but it's also the same thing that frightens her because she knows she's usually head over heels for the guy who either doesn't feel the same way or she's just rushing things, love bombing, etc. Rue player isn't always the most attractive guy in the room, but he's almost always the most alpha. So if you notice, he's not even that good looking, but he has that like swagger of a big time playboy. He's very likely a player. He is an athlete. Now, obviously, this isn't to say that every athlete is a player, but you're going to notice that many, many players 
our athletes. This is entirely because of the culture and the stereotypes that are perpetuated in the environment of team sports. For men, obviously. <laughs> Number four is that he keeps you guessing. Doesn't matter if it's been like a week or six months, you still feel like you're excited around him, but you've never felt like secure or safe. You know why? What, what, do, what do I say in this motherfucker, bro? What do I talk about here, respectfully? Women who are comfortable in a relationship are on their way out of one. For a woman to be comfortable in a relationship, she has to be on her way out of one. She needs that excitement. She needs that anxiety. Even though she, deep down inside, she really hates it, but she knows that's the only way of knowing that that guy is the one. If she gets the tingles, if she's constantly wondering when he's going to respond back to a message. Respectfully. Facts. Verified. Facts. You don't feel secure and safe. It's usually because you're not, and he is willing to drop you at any given moment. The last thing you're going to do is look at his reputation. Does he have a history of dating a long line of absolutely beautiful women? This is like the hallmark of a player. He dates to satisfy his own ego, but ultimately he sees women as disposable. When she says, I'm fine. Hold up. Let me go back. I keep forgetting. I'm pausing the recording on accident instead of pausing the actual video. Let me bring let me bring this back real quick so I can break this down very quickly. It doesn't matter if it's been like a week or six months. You still feel like you're excited around him, but you've never felt like secure or safe. If you don't feel secure and safe, it's usually because you're not and he is willing to drop you at any given moment. And that's what keeps you around. That right there. The fact that you know that that man is capable and he is able and willing to leave you and find the next person is what keeps you connected at the hip to the man. Respectfully. Last thing you're going to do is look at his reputation. Does he have a history of dating a long line of absolutely beautiful women? This is like the hallmark of a player. He dates to satisfy his own ego, but ultimately he sees women as disposable. Now, here's the irony. Women who date... Women are serial uh, daters. They date multiple men. They look at men as disposable. They look at men as free meals. What is this bitch talking about? Oh, that's right. The 20%. <coughs> you guys, y'all know what I'm talking about with the 20%, right? Y'all know the 80-20 rule. We talk about this on several occasions on the podcast. She's talking about the guys who are way above her means. But she'll always be available to those guys because they are women. And those guys that come across these women, they come across the DMs first, then they come across her face. Things girls say and what they actually mean. When she says, I'm fine, she's, she's not fine. Not fine. <laughs> she's anything but fine. <laughs> When a girl says, I just think it's funny that... It's not funny. You're about to get ripped. She's so bad. If you're, like, in an argument or something and a girl says, leave me alone... Sometimes it means leave me alone. Yeah. But, like, most of the time I feel like it means, like, fight for it. Like, chase after me. Women are all, like... And you hear how they're giggling and laughing and, like, they're very childish. I want men to remind themselves that a lot of these women that you deal with, they're really grown-ass kids. Respectfully, they're really grown ass children. So everything that these women are saying is true. 
But I want y'all to pay attention what they say about men. I asked us where we want to eat, and we're like, I don't know, where do you want to eat? It means, like, we don't necessarily have a place in mind, we just want you to choose. Yeah, I just want you to pick somewhere you like. <laughs> Sometimes things a girl says, like, they actually mean, and other yeah. times, like it's you, up to interpretation. Yeah. You have to read between <laughs> the lines, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> things guys say. And what they actually mean. When you ask a guy what's on his mind, or what he's thinking about, and he says nothing. Like, they're actually thinking about nothing. I guess they have the ability to do that. <laughs> when a guy says, I'm fine, he actually means he's fine. Like, he, he could not be more fine. <laughs> when a guy says he doesn't want to be in a relationship, he means he doesn't want to be in a relationship with you. Some of us have Sorry. to learn that the hard way. <laughs> when you ask a guy where he wants to eat, and he's like, anywhere, I don't care. Like, he means he doesn't care. Like, not that he doesn't care about where you eat, he just, like, doesn't have a preference. Yeah. I feel like guys are more chill than we think. Yeah, they're just, like, simple. Say what they mean, mean what they say. Right. We're, yeah. Our girl brain sometimes doesn't understand. <laughs> there you go. Daily said it. When a guy says something, or if a guy says it doesn't matter, most of the time, it doesn't matter. Which leads me to another rare but meaningful addition of reasons why I don't miss relationships. Okay. Double speech. Something that a woman will tell you that will literally tell you by words that she's fine when you have to figure things out, you have to become Sherlock Holmes and solve this bitch's issues of depression or whatever she's upset about because she's not going to tell you up front. <coughs> While men, and this is just what I've learned as a partner in any, in any relationship, right? As a man, your best option is to be direct because if anything, you will it will at least be one person out of the couple who is direct with what they say. Women will essentially trivialize, they'll trivialize everything known to fucking humanity. It's 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 fucking ridiculous. But yeah, guys, Guys are simple. Guys are straightforward. If if a woman generally asks a man, what are you interested in? A guy will probably be legit. Even even if it's in even if it's in, even if it's to his own detriment, he'll say, well, I just want something to fuck or I'm just looking for something short term. Now, the woman may go, well, I can't believe he would just say that out in the open like that. But then other women today, they're out here fucking around anyway. They're on the cock carousel respectfully. So. No difference. Let's get back to the video. <laughs> Turn this Sons of Anarchy music down. Come on, Taylor. Yo, what is going on, guys? So let's jump right into this Reddit article that we have here. This is... How do you spot players on online dating? Okay, a lot of these women, they're getting confused. Um, you know, Chad's out here doing the hypnosis on these women, guys. They just can't figure out the five clear signs that a man is going to not commit to her on online dating. Um, which, of course, is very obvious to everyone except the girl asking the question at all damn times. But Think about it. 
Think about this for a second, fellas, right? Online dating and the hookup culture for women, it's essentially one and the same. Hear me out. If a woman can go get a guy to take her out on four or five dates and that guy's attractive, she's good. She's she succeeded in that first stage, right? If the guy's not willing to commit and she just gets fucked, then what is it? Just another case of the hookup culture, right? Because what happened was women were essentially tired of being played and ran through by men. So instead of not doing that anymore, they'll just say, well, they're trying to hook up too. Oh, they're into poly. Which, I mean, respectfully, in my opinion, it's just not natural. I mean, I get it. Like the man's the man's objective is to fuck as many women, but I don't think and I don't think just any man is like that. I think his desires facing his desires are going one on one with reality, and guys would like to believe that they're out here pimping bitches. Some guys are respectfully. Shout out to them respectfully. Other guys like myself. To keep it real with you, not even going to hold you, pause, respectfully. Motherfuckers have been too busy working, too busy grinding, podcasting, making music, trying to venture off into other things. Like, I'm too busy. A lot of guys are just too busy trying to progress. And in a lot of ways, for us men, trying to maintain. You know what I'm saying? Because we're always seen by women as, as those who are expected to be successful. Women aren't expected to really be anything besides there. And I'm not saying this as a personal judgment. This is what society, for the most part, thinks. That's why a woman can sit back and work at a job where she's getting paid less because she's doing less. And she can complain that she deserves more, like men. But not realizing that those men have to put in a little bit more footwork. You understand? There's not a lot of special treatment for a lot of us men, respectfully. You women got that. Y'all got it. Alright? Let's humor this individual and take a look. I had been through a relationship that things were going well with us uh, first, but after bedroom fun, it feels like his personality changed. My questions are as follows. One, I really like this new guy and I just want to get some feedback to see if anyone else has experiences uh, with these red flags, if they are red flags, but it still turns out to be a happy ending. Explained more below. Couple conclusions that I can come with offhand. So right off the bat. Hold up. Respectfully. Hold up. Couple conclusions I can come off with. I can, I, I can, I can come up with offhand, right? Number one. The sex was bad. The bitch got bad pussy. Pussy stank. She wasn't as sexual as she promoted herself. Which I noticed, like, respectfully, that's a pattern for most women. I don't know what this shit is. It's fraudulent. These bitches should be locked up for it. It's almost like that ugly bitch who's, like, under a nickel. She's not even a five. She's under a nickel. Shout out to big homie C-Mac. She's under a nickel. She's not even She's not even a five. She's not. She's not even a nickel. But with the makeup and all this fucking, like, just this crazy uh, aesthetic transformation shit, makeover, uh, makeover, makeup shit, these bitches turn into, like, fucking seven and eights. Now, if they go to a water park, park it's a rat form. If they're outside and it rains, it's a rat form. 
You see their mask just dripping away. All the makeup just running down. The mascara running down. Their true selves being revealed. This is a very spiritual, uh, uh, metaphysical, and, 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 and mental thought. This is where, as, as bitch, you should sit back and reflect respectfully. Shout out to uh, the show Face News. I'm using that. I'm jacking that shit respectfully. Okay. Y'all gonna need y'all moment. Some of y'all bitches, when y'all listen to these episodes, y'all gonna need to sit down, relax. You know what I mean? Sit down, relax. You're in timeout. Reflect, bitch. Don't, don't, don't look at men as the problem. When all you've been doing is holding Frank's, Frank holding, just repetitive Frank holding, repetitive cock carousel riding your entire life. Reflect, champ. Respectfully. Sit back and think about your misfortunes and think about where they come from. You know, it's always funny. I hear more and more black men, which a lot of us are beginning to wake up. And realize what is going on around us. You know, we've been tricked and we've been lied to in a lot of cases by our family members in a lot of ways. Not purposely. It's just they've been taught a lie. So the only thing they know logical is to, is to almost subliminally indoctrinate their loved ones into thinking a certain way. Voting a certain party. Being a certain religion. Not understanding that you as an individual have to come to those terms yourself. See, I don't rush. I don't rush the process of the red pill. I don't promote the red pill to every man. Every man is different, yet every man can resonate and every man can truly um, build and have a genuine understanding of one another. Pause, no homo, no freaky. And, and really and really break ground like that race shit, religion shit. We can all put that aside. The political shit, we can all put that aside as long as it comes down to constructive conversation and something meaningful, um, um, something meaningful at the end of it all. It's not just motherfuckers sitting around talking shit about bitches. Yeah, a lot of these bitches out here are doing some crazy shit. And yeah, we exposing these hoes. At the same time, we're not. I'm not bitter about it. I can't speak for the next man. I'm not bitter about the shit. Respectfully, I'm not bitter about it. My my bitter years and my bitter days are over. My bitter days, and I've talked about this several occasions, man. Very transparent, man. I'm not I'm not on no fraudulent shit. But 2018 and 2019 was probably two of the worst years that I can remember, where I was I was down bad. You know what I mean? And I was I ha- I had to reflect. Shout out to Showface News. Y'all niggas got to subscribe to these people, man. Y'all got to subscribe to these people. Showface News, respectfully. I had my moment of where I had to sit back and reflect, brother. Like, I had to, I had to reflect, champ. Champs, people, folk. I had, to, I had to reflect. I had to sit back and go, damn. I'm fucking up chasing these bitches, man. 
chasing these meaningless. They're not even they're not even useless. They're meaningless chasing these meaningless women with no sense of direction. And because of that, I lost my navigation around the way. I lost my navigation and in, in, in my purpose and what the fuck I had to do respectfully. I had to leave these bitches alone, bro. Respectfully. No disrespect. Like and I'm saying respectfully with 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 with, with good intent. It's just I think a lot of men reach this point where it's like their commitment was to the wrong people, but that was the last commitment that they were given. Respectfully. Like that one woman that you gave your your genuine time, energy, and effort in, you know as a man in the direction that you're going, especially with this red pill knowledge, you're not going to give that same energy to another woman, respectfully. And if you do, you know that that woman really has to earn that. But you know a lot of women in this stage of your life, if you, if you are red pill aware in this stage of your life, you know that those characteristics don't come walking down the street every fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> Probably not even not even every hour will you see a woman, you know, really, and, and I'm not, <coughs> and I got to be careful how I say this. <coughs> I got to be careful how I say this because I'm not saying this as a, to target all women. What I'm saying is that true nurturer or that true nature of a feminine, bubbly, you know, sparkly personality type chick that most guys like. I like <clears throat> women who are giddy, for example, right? You don't really see that as much unless you see it. A lot of older women are sort of like that in a way. You don't really see that bubbly, more feminine personality. You almost see a more hardened masculine framed woman who's essentially just a woman but she wants a penis she wants that title of a man she wants that responsibility of the man she wants the fortune and fame of the man but she's not willing to put in the work of the man respectfully she's not willing to put in that time and that effort she's not willing to go certain nights in some cases without sleeping because you staying up working on your craft you staying up, working on your plans and what goals you got going on in the future. Respectfully. Let's get back into this. This woman is straight up ignoring red flags um, in the hopes of possibly having a happy ending. Now, this is the story of women all throughout their 20s, guys, who are like, oh, please, I just want to lock down Chad. If there's at least a bit of a chance, I will waste years of my life chasing these men. When she knows, like, full well that the red flags are there. In fact, I would also argue that a lot of these women are chasing these dudes because of the existence of those red flags. Right? Thank you. Thank you. I wanted this man, Taylor Dufine. Huge supporter. <clears throat> Me, I'm not on no Minister Jap shit. Respectfully, shout out to Minister Jap. Because he was talking wild. He, But he always be talking. He be coming spicy at niggas, man. Respectfully. He be coming spicy. Like these no face showing niggas. But see, I, I understand what he was saying. 
But I'm also going to be fair and acknowledge the fact that there's a lot of people who protect their identity for legitimate reasons, whether working or what else, whatever else they do for their livelihood besides going YouTube. And a lot of people that I listen to that don't reveal their faces, they're not out here like really talking shit about other content creators. They out here, they spread, they spread, they're like this guy, Taylor the Fiend. I've been playing this guy since, damn, I don't even remember. I've been playing this guy for a while though. Him, him and uh, Replicant Fish. And I forgot, Man Square used to be, Replicant Fish used to be called Man Square. And that's when I first heard about Man Square was when I was first getting into the whole red pill slash MGTOW thing. Because as I told you guys, how I got, how I pretty much got wind of what was going on was actually through a lot of MGTOW content creators. And then later on, I got more knowledge and more of an understanding or more of an overstanding to the red pill. You feel me? Respectfully. Continue. Uh, how do you spot on players that are nice and caring, but those who are fake acting, thank you. Edit and addition. My underdeveloped thoughts on that specific player and after reading all of the comments below are as follows. One, I do understand that both men and women are picky and selective. So I'm going to have to stop you there, madam. Um, men are significantly less picky and selective than women. Yeah. And as the group of women said in the beginning of this video, men are very simple. Simple and plain, actually. Um, you, do, I mean, women do need to understand something. And I do want to, I wanted to express this for a while. And I just haven't had the right way to do it until just now. Through the grace of God. And my own being, my mind, and what I'm capable of. Through the grace of God. Women don't understand that. They're not really dealing with those type of men until they reach the men that they want. So the guys who have options, they're not going to be as simple as the average man. See, women forget how much of a benefit it is to be with an average man who makes good money. The average man, if the woman is pretty enough and the woman knows that that guy's going to stick around, the guy is going to be less than likely to, to, to sleep around. The guy's going to be committed because most of those guys, most of the 80% in which I will put myself in the category if I participated in this shit, which I don't. At this time, I'm pretty much a social commentary. I'm, I'm, I'm doing social commentary. I'm a social commentator from a, from a spiritual perspective. Like I'm, I'm a living ghost. What people consider ghosts, like, that's me. I'm a ghost. I'm rarely seen. I'm mostly seen at night. You know what I'm saying? All my missions. Bullshitting around. Doing videos. Even getting off of work. Not giving a fuck. It's 11.15 right now. We bike. Officially. I'm trying to get this shit done within 30 minutes. But I know it's going to probably be longer than that so let me just stop talking we're going to try to play a good amount of this i'm going to pause this within like four or five minutes i want four or five minutes of this at least played until i speak further
right? You can give a dude a small lineup of women and he'll be able to find one that, you know, he'd be moderately attracted to and wouldn't mind spending some time with and dating and getting to know and all that kind of stuff. But if you put a line of men in front of a woman, typically she'll reject a whole bunch of them right off the bat. She won't want to deal with them. She'll find them disgusting. Um, women are significantly more picky than men are out there in the dating market. I've made this point at least a hundred times by now, but men are really not hard to please at all. Girls will dismiss you because of things like height, hair color, nose length, I mean, job occupation, like 50 different criteria, and then they'll complain that they're single, right? I love that point, man. Like I said, man, Taylor Defiend, guys. Guys. Taylor the Fiend on YouTube. Subscribe. Real shit. Think about all of the cut. Think about <clears throat> what a man would disqualify a woman for. I think more men would disqualify women just based off of behaviors. But I think those men are really the ones who are red pill aware. Like, simps and manginas and soy boys, they'll still pedestalize those bitches. Now, here's the effect that always fucks up and goes against men. It's the simps and the soy boys and the bitch-made niggas that pedestalize these whores, correct? Respectfully. And because of that are, like... OnlyFans bitches. Simps are just throwing in money. It's like a it's it's an electronic it's an electronic strip club on OnlyFans, respectfully. But women are the ones benefiting. Sure, they're doing horror shit, but they're getting paid for it. And what's better about it for them is the ones that's paying them are weak minded simp simple and I do mean simple minded, retarded, dysfunctional niggas, respectfully. I use niggas universally as well. I'm not just talking about the blacks. I'm talking about um, a lot of you Caucasoid coon niggas. A lot of you white niggas. Hispanics is nothing but light-skinned niggas, respectfully. Shout out shout out to the Bodiquas, the Cubanos, uh, the Dominicanos. The Mexicanos, respectfully. Colombianos, respectfully. The Venezuelans, the Peruvians, all that, all them niggas. Because <coughs> 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 good and bad comes within every race, every walk of life. Respectfully. And I, you know what's funny? I, I forgot because I was going to mention this. Uh, my coworker, this woman, this woman from the UK, she was talking about the shooting that was going on in Texas. I just heard a little bit about it. <clears throat> and I was just telling her that uh, one of my peoples that I knew had family out that area. Well, in Buffalo, excuse me. And my condolences, I usually don't do this, but to be fair, there's a lot of trash in this fucking country. I'm going to have to speak on this. I'm going to have to give a little side rant while I'm at it. Fuck it. These fucking 
so-called white supremacists, these white, these white supremacy type of people are out here running the fucking muck. And I don't like how this country ignores these situations. This is coming from a conservative black man. I'm not coming on no no justice, no peace shit. If I got to kill one of these peckerwoods, I'm going to gladly do it respectfully. Respectfully. Just like I kill a black man, just like I kill an Asian man, just like I kill a fucking Hispanic man who tries or who 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 threatens or who who really tries to cause physical harm, lethal lethal action against me because of who I am, race wise, complexion wise, <coughs> religious political, or spiritual beliefs, respectfully. I don't know where these people, I don't know where these people come from. I don't know where these white people come from, respectfully. People know. A lot of my favorite counterparts, a lot of my favorite um, people in this world, (coughs) a lot of mentors in this world are in fact Caucasian individuals. I don't bullshit. But, you know, we'll talk about that maybe on another note. I got to go in the house and grab these cigarettes, but I'm going to continue this video. Since I heard part of this earlier, I don't really feel that bad. You guys can at least hear a good portion of it. Well, I got to grab some shit. Be right back. Let's move on. Uh, we want to be with any with the person that makes us the most satisfied question mark if possible bedroom fun or not may or may not have anything to do with the outcome as for that specific player only speaking from my experience and my interpretation it's more like having bedroom fun with different women is a trophy to him all right so this one is sitting here asking what are the red flags and then she's dealing with a dude who just like goes through a whole bunch of girls um and we're still out here playing stupid. All right, madam, I'm sure your dating life is going to go well. Uh, from what he told me, I got the impression that he is collecting and experiencing different responses from different women, how they respond to his certain behaviors or on the bedroom, fun, etc. like a field study. Feels like he would never be satisfied and being picky is an excuse. This is the type of person I am trying to avoid, but maybe they are all the same type. You're not trying to avoid men like this. These are the kinds of men that you choose to spend your time with. You can always tell when a girl is just straight up lying about this stuff because they're like, oh yeah, I need to avoid these male manipulators or dudes like this, 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 and this. And then all of the traits that she'll go on to describe are men that she's previously dated. It's actually the most hilarious stuff you'll ever see. I always had great conversations with him. He was very caring, apologized about the things that he made me uncomfortable for, complimented me a lot, and told me that I deserve love, etc. But after bedroom fun, things changed dramatically. He started to gaslight me. He started to become impatient, and he only talked about bedroom fun, etc. So right off the bat, all of these things right here, um, these are called gaslighting. This is called gaslighting, right? Where basically you come on very strong to an individual. You tell them all the things that they want to hear. Oh, I care about you so much. And then, of course, you do things like don't talk to her for a week and all, all this kind of crap. Basically- well, 
I'm glad I, I, I was able to grab what I needed to grab and be able to get in the car just in time. Um, gaslighting is pretty much not that really, but it kind of, it could be, that could be a representation of gaslighting. Gaslighting is, in my opinion, if a woman can guilt trip a guy of doing something that he kind of really didn't do or he didn't do intentionally, to me, that's gaslighting. But gaslighting is... One of those things, man, definitely a red flag. Basically just to get her emotions running. Um, girls do this to men as well a lot. And the thing you've got to understand, guys, is that a man doing this to a woman can only be done if the man is attractive to her, right? If the dude's kind of average or he's not super attractive to her, this isn't called... Um, this isn't called having a silver tongue or sw you know swindling stuff out of women or anything like that. It's called being straight up creepy. Bingo. <laughs> Yo, what did I bring up last night, dude? I love the shit that I talk about, and sometimes like I'll get a video or I'll respond to a video, and it's almost the same shit. Everything that involves man and woman in a conversational level, in a communication level, which conversational... And communication is two different things. So communication for me would almost be forced. Like I live in a community. In a community, people usually live next to each other. So you're you're actually more than likely to see one another on a daily basis, right? So a conversation from that isn't really organic because it's just based off the fact that y'all live in the same area. You know one another. You're used to seeing one another. Okay. Conversational is based off of genuine interest, right? Where if I see a woman who's attractive and I actually want to talk to her, when I do it, it's going to be off of conversational value or it's going to be the expectation of conversational value. Respectfully, you niggas need to sit back and take notes. Respectfully. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. You will notice that dudes who are unattractive, if a man compliments, if a man like this compliments a... Oh, yeah. Like I said, my bad. The conversational value <clears throat> on top of that changes today due to the workplace environment. So if you take everything that's going on with man and woman outside of the workplace, outside of a professional setting... But you add that, you have the risk of the man <clears throat> who's either <clears throat> who's either attractive to a woman to where women will essentially throw themselves at the man. And if the man doesn't participate, then she can say some weird shit. She can say that the guy's gay. She can damage the man's reputation, etc. Or she can just go to the manager and say, well, this guy touched me. This guy said such and such to me. And just get a claim. And what, and what a lot of people don't know, some people do, with a good amount of claims, they'll they, they'll take action right away. The guy will get replaced. The guy will get pretty much removed right away, respectfully. Whether he did it really or not, they don't have to have evidence. You see how they treat men, respectfully. Woman um, tells her that she deserves love and that he'll always be there for her, all this kind of crap. He's just a creep, right? So right off the bat, you have to be attractive in order to do this. 
Um, but truth be told, this is what a lot of people do uh, to one another out there in dating. And you as a guy, I think you should keep your uh, eyes peeled for that as well, because this is straight up, it's a, it's a manipulation tactic, really. So after bedroom fun, it all dries up and she starts to, you know, she starts to get gaslit. Apparently she starts to become impatient. Uh, he starts to become impatient and he only talks to her about bedroom fun. So again, reminder that this girl is sitting here asking us about red flags in dating and how do you look out for a player when I don't know about you guys, but this seems to be incredibly obvious, right? The guy obviously is not going to commit to her. She's just a bit of fun. Um, but of course, she wants to hope out for that maybe dream ending of finally ending up with the guy, which is... You know, and, and this is like, in essence, this is kind of the result of a lot of these women where whatever they see is high value to those high value men, they're only a plate. They're only a booty call. Just like where women... Listen, guys. (laughs) The way that women equate beta males and guys who are just providers as foodie calls, these high-value men that they crave and that they want, they look at them as booty calls. Plain and simple. Y'all bitches better hear this, man. I'm here for y'all. I'm here for the people. Respectfully. I mean, those who are in the know. You know, for those people who want to know, I can do some more groundwork. I can do some more foundation, you know, just just my perspective, just just a complete and utter breakdown of the red pill. What does it mean for women? What does it mean socially? You know, what I mean, on ideology, basic, well, basic ideology to me would be something like MGTOW. Because if you think about it, it's just cut and dry. Men going their own way. Now, it can be broken down in the sense of, well, this guy's a monk. He's not He's not participating in any sexual activity. He's focused on his passion, his dreams. To me, <clears throat> and this is me being respectful about it, it's extreme if you have genuine um, desire for women. If you're a guy that can completely get women completely out of your head and focus on what you do and you become successful and you become very well known for it, God bless you, sincerely. And I'm not being um, sarcastic saying that. I think that's, for a lot of guys, that would be the goal because everything is pretty much out here in the sense of like pornography, OnlyFans chicks bitches on IG, so women are sexualizing themselves everywhere. You got a large percentage of men who aren't getting sex like that. There are some guys, or a good portion of guys, who are not getting sex at all. So they're constantly, they're constantly reminded that they're not getting pussy. Because pussy is always out there. Pussy is just flying around you go outside and you just you go outside and dodge pussy like flies when you reach a certain point respectfully and i'm only saying this i'm only saying this to say as men you should understand that there are women who are like this and yes some of these most of these women are super attractive most of these women you would not expect but if you're red pill aware, you're dealing with these fucking everyday average hood booger 
are just wannabe airheaded valley girl bitches. They're all going to have the same attitude. They're going to have the same behavioral traits. I'm not making this shit up. I'm noticing the energy is picking up here. We're shy of... What was shy of? Like 800? 800 viewers? Or 800 views slash viewers? I don't know how that's broken down. But I, I look at it as 800 people or possibly 800 viewers by uh, a certain amount. I have to look at the statistics. But I notice things are, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I notice things are cooking up here. And I want people to know that I know. And I know what I have to do. I have to heat up. So let's get back into this shit, respectfully. It's absolutely stupid if you ask me. Let's continue. Uh, he told me that he is looking for a relationship. He also told me that he is unsettled and picky. Turns out uh, I heard from our mutual friend that he is a player. Wow, so it took a friend telling you this to figure this out. Are you really that clueless in your own damn judgment? That's crazy. Now, I met another person on Bumble. So similar. Also, is Slut. very caring, compliments a lot, and apologizes to... Th Slut. And she's looking for Bidamon. Foodie call. She wants foodie call. Foodie call Freddy. We'll use we'll use the name foodie call Fred. She said, you know, we'll we'll just go over names real quick. We want to establish some background so people can understand and under and completely digest the way I articulate this food for thought, right? So you got, so you got foodie call Freddy, or on the woman's phone she'll have the man saved as Fred, and then in parentheses the foodie call. And Fred, being the foodie call, he will always, and I mean always, pick up the phone when she calls. He will always respond, usually directly after she texts him. He will always be that guy who is around and who is reliable to that woman. He will bend backwards. We talking Neo dodging bullets in the Matrix bending backwards for this bitch. Like the way that Neo did for Trinity and in a lot of ways. But I'll, that's a different subject. I'm only using this term to connect the red pill in a more literal sense. But... Foodie call Freddy is only used, of course, for the dates. He's only used financially. And, and I do mean used by these used up women. It's just those guys don't have enough insight to realize, hey, these bitches are washed up. Or, hey, I'm paying for a bitch who's getting piped out. And that guy who's piping the bitch out, he's not putting in any money. He's barely putting in any effort. Men, time for y'all to wake up. If I told him that that makes me uncomfortable, mostly it's because I want to take things slow physically, and I don't like people telling me they think I am attractive in a certain way, etc. Um, it's funny that she brings up wanting to take things slow uh, physically, when of course, like, let's be honest, guys, is this woman securing commitment before she goes out here and does these things? No, of course not. 
securing commitment comes after the bedroom fun for a lot of these girls. It doesn't come before. You will notice that men who are unattractive to women or unattractive to that particular woman, there'll be hits with stuff like, oh, I want to take this slow, or you've got to go through five dates or whatever. This to me just sounds like she says it once or twice just to say that she said it and then she gets with the dude anyway because she finds him attractive. Um, but typically if you're a dude and you're not super attractive to a girl, she's going to be like, oh, you need to take me out on five dates first and all that. Like you, Foodie call. What did I say? The foodie call. He's the guy. Like I said, the representation of a man. Like, like dude. This is this is solid truth, right? Stone cold evidence. Legit. Respectfully, right? In the same fashion, I'm going to say this again, in the same fashion that the 20% guys will look at a lower value but fuckable bitch, right? As a booty call. That is a booty call to those men, right? For a woman, in a way that a woman would take advantage of a man is just with money, finances, and shit. Money, finances, he becomes foodie call. Foodie call. So she can get special treatment. She can get taken out to places. She can be treated to all these things without even having to reach into her pocketbook or whatever the fuck these bitches carry. And more importantly for these women... These are guys that they don't have to fuck. But what's what's self what's selfish and what's fucking crazy and narcissistic and almost psychotic about these women is they'll know that that guy is trying to fuck. They know that that guy is invested, but that woman ain't going to tell that man that she's not really interested like that because if she does, say goodbye to the special treatment. Oh, maybe you'll get lucky and all that kind of crap. Let's move on. Uh, we met on Bumble in the end of April. Um, only video chatted once, met in person once, and texted daily in between, which I tried to slow down too. I do feel related to and resonated with a lot of the conversations we shared, but I am super skeptical due to some reasons. He shows these above uh, mentioned good qualities. I feel anyone with those two good to be true qualities is because they are good actors and pretend to be nice just to try to use me for bedroom fun. Otherwise, who likes to apologize? And this was the... Whoa, woman. <clears throat> who hurt you? <laughs> Respectfully. Let me just... Like, women who talk like this... <clears throat> Just realize as a man, a woman will always try and put you beneath her some way, form or fashion. It's what they do. Okay. So in the same way that a woman would use shaming tactics, you got to make you got to put these bitches on timeout. They need self-reflection. You got to reveal you got to become the human mirror to remind this bitch who the fuck she really is. Like, you can't just sit back as man and let a bitch run circles around you or better yet have you doing figure eights and all this other crazy madness just to get a piece of pussy that she already given out to men for no for, for, for nothing. For being attractive, for being thugs, for being whatever these niggas like to use, turbo chads, tyrones, all these other... Names and terminologies, bad boys, alphas, 
Alpha male. Turbo Chad. Um, thing that a lot of women don't understand is all of the other dudes who exhibit these traits to her, the ones who aren't so physically attractive, they're invisible. So yep. it's not like it's not the traits of being nice and everything like that. But it's just your judgment and you're willing to overlook Cook. these things for men who are attractive. Cook. Because a lot of men have these qualities and they're genuine qualities. You know, the guy's kind, he cares for his family, he cares for his friends, he would care for you, he would commit to you, he would take you out on dates, all of that kind of crap. But you're not looking at those men. So this is why girls get to 35 years of age, man. They're like, oh, yeah, I hate those nice guys, right? It's like, use your judgment, use your head a little bit. It's disgusting. Number two, we only know each other for a short period of time. He already told me that I am special, but he explained the reason why. And he trusted me and he wanted to see if things could work out between us. To be fair, I also feel the same. I have gone on some first dates with the filters. It's easy to find out if people are compatible for basic preferences. All of them are nice, but less interesting. Went through less similar life and career changes and seem to... And seems like can't share much in deep conversations. Her English is a little bit broken here, so I'm trying to make up the pieces. During our first video call, we only talked about life and serious stuff. But then after the call, he texted and mentioned that I have an attractive smile and he is attracted to my intelligence, etc. I am at this weird point where uh, words such as these are a big turnoff to me. To be fair, after I explained why I want to take uh, physicality slow and why I don't like some of these compliments, he apologized and changed. But it's only been less than a week since we had that conversation. How should I learn and interact with in order to observe him from here? I love how they always talk about it like observing and oh i've got to figure out the chat and maybe if i just look at him for longer um the idea that he's not just interested in me for my body will go away right you could secure a commitment up front before engaging in bedroom fun but of course that's too terrible right you could go out here i mean to be fair and this and this is just from my perspective to be honest with women doing that a man will always think otherwise anyway. And this is what I mean. Let's say this shit will only really work earlier on, right? When she's like in high school or some shit where she's just really trying to do what she has to do or she like, like in the sense of that's the only time she'll generally put a good amount of time and effort in a man. And I hate to say it like that, but that's kind of the, that's kind of the ordeal. And even with relationships, you hear more about hypergamy. With women, women, it's about leveling up. She's going to level up off of you, the man. She's going to find something better off of the groundwork that you provided, respectfully. So you, you, you almost have to realize that as a man as well. A lot of guys just believe they get with a woman and they'll be with them happily ever after. Then all of a sudden, a breakup occurs out of nowhere, and these guys are fucking miserable, man. These guys, you know, fucking disgrace, man. Respectfully. You could do the, uh, you know, the age-old tried and true, go out here and try and get married before you have the bedroom fun. But this is 2022, guys, and these ladies, they're not really interested in that, are they, right? That's some patriarchal structure right there. Marriage, hell no, would a girl ever do that <laughs> until they need it, of course. Let's move on. Uh, to be fair, after I explained why I want to take the slow, blah, 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 he asked if he can have a first date kiss after our first date. After I explained why I wanted to take things slow, 
he joked about that he wanted to make sure I understand and he doesn't think about me platonically though if he knows the things between us aren't just platonic but rather build up towards romance he would feel better etc yeah so this guy doesn't want to get his time wasted right <laughs> respectfully and shout out to him man cause a lot of guys dude they're just not gonna be up front where like if a woman's gonna really have a guy wait she'll she'll in, in a lot of ways she'll tell that guy and she wants a straight-up reaction where if she's telling the guy that, hey, you know, she doesn't want to rush into things, et cetera, et cetera, you as a man, at the same time, you're not trying to waste your time and effort either. So a lot of things get toned down from both ends of the spectrum. This is from my personal perspective. Um, as a man who essentially puts in like 75% in most relationships, respectfully, Unless you're a guy who's a bum and you really believe in this 50-50 belief and like relationships and shit, that's like your thing. That's cool, whatever. Um, in, in realistic relationships, guys are putting in most of the effort because guys have been indoctrinated and told to. And whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, it's kind of just been what it is in this country to be a man. Um, that's why women who make a lot of money, they can't find men. men women who make more money than average men don't want those men who make less, but at the same time, they realize the men who make more money don't really want nothing to do with their funky asses either. Respectfully. Right? A lot of bitches need to take time. And once again, I can't go without saying, shout out to Showface News. A lot of bitches need to take time. The, he, he talked about He talked about the silk the silk uh, foot thongs. These niggas is shot. This nigga said <laughs> they need the foot. They need the Japanese slippers. You feel me? Y'all niggas know the Japanese slippers? <laughs> Word up. Some of y'all bitches need to sit back, relax. Take a bath. Get the, get the bath water running. You may have had a stressful day. Get some Epsom salt in there. Get your body nice and soaked up. Relax. Relax your body. Relax your mind. Relax that wicked-ass spirit. And this is time to reflect. This is reflection, champ. You need reflection. Bitches need... Like I said, bitches need... Men need to become the human mirrors that give these bitches their true reflection of who they are. If they want to be cunts and disrespectful, don't be an asshole. Be an asshole, but be an asshole in a very sophisticated manner. You don't got to raise your voice. You don't really got to say nothing out of pocket. Really, respectfully, if you just if you don't participate in their fuckery, they lost. <laughs> respectfully, because they're driven off of unstable emotions and just bad behaviors. That's just rewarded because Sims validate this shit. I'm getting sick of this. It's getting sickening. These guys are fucking sick. That's funny. That's funny, man. Right, so she's out here. She's obviously uh, been burned by the players a few times. Uh, she wants to make sure this Chad isn't just going to use her for bedroom fun and then move on. Chad. Um, but obviously doesn't want to secure the commitment up front because that's just some patriarchal adage. Am I right, gentlemen? Number six, I'm going through a divorce. Oh. Okay, interesting. 
Wow. He did ask if I'm still involved with my husband and if we still live together, which is not true. But he knows that I'm a housewife and out of the job market for years, so I'm struggling to find a new job now. Honestly, I don't think I am ready. I was only there because I was lonely and also wanted to get a sense of what's out there in our age. If I met someone like me, I won't date this person either. So I deleted my account. It's so weird that he seems not to be bothered by this. Yeah, because your girl, number 56... Respectfully. Respectfully. And you was a good time. Don't, like I said, bitches need to sit back, take time, and reflect. You was getting tossed around. You was getting fucked. You was getting donkey fucked, dumpster fucked. You know what I mean? You was just letting guys run down on you. Some bitches is... Some bitches are even dysfunctional enough to have niggas run trains on them. See, because bitches, like, y'all need to sit back and reflect, champ. Just sit back and realize that you did all of these terrible things. And you really can't, you really can't say shit about any fucking body. Respectfully. Because I know bitches, I knew bitches, look, I'll give you a quick story. And it's kind of related to the last segment, or one of the last segments of this video. Where one chick that I used to fuck with, and I only fucked with her for like half a year, but we used to fuck around and shit like that, but she used to get mad when women, including herself, are considered sexy. That was one of the things that triggered this woman, sexy. I used to always say to myself, like, what the fuck is that? Like, how is that offensive? But I never really gave a shit. And I found out, like, four or five years after that whole situationship, that this bitch was getting ran down on. She had, like, five, five, six niggas running down on her. I'm like, yeah, what type of shit is this, man? Bitches getting smutted out. Like, dude, you're, you're only, this is only a, a, this would, this would be considered a brief introduction. We already passed the two hour mark, respectfully. I could just stop this shit right now because it's almost midnight, but I want to get through all of this video, but I also need to say the things that are on my mind, even though I, I thoroughly, respectfully and thoroughly articulated that earlier on. With the modern day woman, the cliches of the modern day women. I don't know what I'm going to call this episode, but in the description, I'm going to make sure I um, mention that in the beginning. But we're going to get through the rest of this video and we're going to wrap this shit up respectfully. That's always so hilarious to me, man. Hilarious stuff. Can't figure out if the guy's uh, a player or not. Um, but of course, refuses to secure a commitment up front funny stuff and guys it's interesting right that this girl wants to get commitment um no job no nothing just divorced her husband so what's the solution right rather than go out there and go back into the job market and be strong and independent uh it's time to find another man to get commitment from but a lot of these dudes uh they're not interested in committing to you now guys let's continue on to the next segment of today's episode and let me sit up in my chair here. And we are going to be reading some comments from yesterday's video, I believe it was. So let's take a look at this. 
Um, yesterday's video was titled uh, Toxic Woman is Sick of Hookup Culture and She is Ready to Settle Down. So let's take a look at what some of you guys have had to say in the comments. Now, I haven't done this before, haven't um, you know brought up people's comments, but I thought it would be an interesting thing to do. Uh, so why the hell not? So let's read this first comment here from Elzar760 who says, If a woman catches feelings for a bad boy, for a guy that everyone in the world knows is never going to give her commitment, I can't feel sorry for that. Wow, that's absolutely... Doesn't that dovetail so nicely into the Reddit story that we just read? Well said, Mr. Elzar. Uh, slow bone. <laughs> slow bone here. What is this picture? Is this a bear? I, I can't even see this from here. Anyway, people don't hate on her for no reason. There's plenty of good reasons to dislike her. Uh, Ryan here says, you can't blame hookup culture if you're actively a part of it. That's very true. Um, a lot of these girls, they want to say that hookup culture is bad and all that, uh, but only after they go into their 30s, after they've enjoyed plenty of their fun from it. So they'll, they'll exactly. actively engage in it, uh, yep. Ryan, yeah. while they benefit uh, from it, which I totally agree with, Ryan. Just like toxic men. Just like the high-value men that they talk about that essentially run through them, most of the like decently attractive women, right? Those are the same men who they'll go against later on in life because they realize they're not able to keep them. They go after the opposite. They go after the beta male provider because essentially those are the only guys who are available for them, respectfully. Rhino here says, of course she's tired of hookups when asked by people around her, but she will definitely put her bedroom fun outfit on when an attractive guy shows up. Absolutely classic. Yeah, right? Like a lot of women, they'll complain um, about hookup culture. But then when an attractive guy comes along, it's like the first thing that they want to engage in, right? She's got to look pretty. She's got to have makeup on. She's got to have you know, maybe a wig on, nails, uh, mascara, eyelashes, fake tan, uh, injections, like all the kind of crap. Got to look good for the man who is attractive. Um, but, you know, don't objectify her smile. Brian here says when she was upset that she dressed ugly the reason she was upset because she knows that she has nothing more than her looks to offer if you want a commitment you actually have to have a personality worth committing to yeah that's absolutely true uh brian a lot of women they think that men should just commit to them because they put on makeup right it doesn't matter how many dudes they've been with for example or how terrible their personality is it's kind of like men are expected to commit no matter what and then if you don't want to commit to a girl, then you're a misogynist or you're a complete a-hole. Um, and it's certainly interesting to notice how a lot of women feel entitled to a man's commitment. Um, but hey, it is what it is. Big Ben here says, because hookup culture will always benefit guys more than it will ever benefit girls, uh, your grandparents could have told you that, your parents could have told you that, your pastor, your brother, your cousins, your uncles, all could have told you that, but you listen to womanists. And I previously hearted this comment because I thought it was very true. Um, and I would also argue that they don't even need to listen to the womanists. So a lot of these girls who come out here and they complain about hookup culture, um, they know that it's not good for relationships or they know that it's a silly thing to do but they just don't care, right? They'll blame it on society, like brainwashing them and oh, other people telling them that it's empowering or whatever to avoid um, basic accountability, to be honest with you, right? Yep. Let's keep going. Uh, Raja here says, questions are uh, women truly concerned with the negatives of hookup culture or more concerned that they can't live, uh, can't be in a long-lasting relationship after they've enjoyed the hookup culture? Yeah, to answer this, uh, they're more concerned with the consequence. 
right, of being unable to get in a long-term relationship after the fact. This is why a lot of women will come out here and just actively try and shame men and treat them like crap if they don't commit to a woman because they don't want to deal with the, uh, you know, the consequences of their own decisions. Uh, let's continue down here. Uh, we got another one here from, yeah, let's have a look at this, Taro. I've been with enough women to know we're all responsible for our own finish. Ask, tell, and show. 99% of the time, a man will happily pull a woman up the mountain she wants to climb if that's what it takes, or stop dating narcissists. This is something interesting. I think that a lot of women, in fact, the majority, if not all, um, won't be willing to similarly pull a man up any mountain. A lot of guys who lose their jobs or, um, you know, try and ascend upwards, shall we say, in life, women aren't willing to do that for them. Uh, women are always wanting a guy who's higher than them. Guys, remember to leave your thoughts and your comments. It's always interesting. All right, man. So there's that. Shout out to Taylor the Fiend. Like I said, man, check him out. We about two hours and 11 minutes in, going on two hours and 12. It's four minutes to 12 midnight. So I'm able to wrap this shit up just in time. So when I wake up tomorrow morning and upload this episode and get ready to do the morning episode, you know, keep in mind, we keeping the momentum going. Like I said, I got two more days of this short week left that I can start my uh, relaxation process for the weekend. Like I said, possibly grab some booze, grab some beers, even though I haven't drunk in a while, but why the fuck not for the occasion? Drink a little bit. Do a good amount of podcasting, but I'm digging a little bit too far ahead. I still got the rest of the week, and I still got another day. So as I always say, in the meantime and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, signing out. Peace.